Rejoice, dear listener, for your endless march through the internet has finally produced something to add meaning to your empty, meandering existence. Your friends at Idiots Discuss the Universe are digging up musical gems of the past and deciding if they have any shine left or not. Welcome to Old Gold. About it and all that sort of stuff. It's right. more like... I'm happy that you're happy that you get to show this to me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, you're doing things, and, like, I'm here by that. <laughs> yeah. You know? Woo! No, I you just, know? I, um, you know, there, there's maybe a little bit of that. Like, I'm, I'm happy to see my friends do cool things. Right. That just makes me happy. Sure. Even if it's, like, oh, you're rollerblading now, and yeah. you're getting good. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Who's rollerblading now? No one. But oh. it's just an example of something like kind of random. Oh, speaking of friends, I'm worried a little bit about Seth because I made that oh, comment yeah. on Instagram. Like, yeah. well, I hope you're not in jail, <laughs> Seth. How's it going? Yeah. And like, no response. Nothing. No. And I saw it. you looked at it and then still nothing. I thought about saying still something, nothing. but then I got bogged down in the whole like, you know. Yeah, like, you know, stay out of jail, Seth. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, what do I say? Yeah. I don't know if I should double down on the jail thing with our token black friend. Yeah, I hope he's I hope he's not in jail. I don't think he's in jail. I don't feel like that's a huge leap. He's probably just, like, with family and stuff. And drunk. They don't like him. Drunk and with family. They don't. He's drunk. He's drunk. He's definitely drunk. Yeah. Whatever he's doing other than that, I know that Seth is drunk. Yeah. <coughs> By like 1030 in the morning while he's at home. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's feeling good. He's feeling he good. He may not be drunk. He's feeling good. Yeah. Fuck, man. Shout out to Seth. Hopefully our weed plants are okay uh, because it's, it's been raining, raining a lot. It's raining like a crazy, crazy, crazy thing. Mm-hmm. So, Smeddy, what we're going to do today, if I can stop coughing is we're going to do an episode of the old gold old gold and it's getting kind of creepy like these songs are just getting really old dude like yeah um this one is 45 years old 45 years old that's only 1975 wow like that's fucking strange yeah Uh, but 45 years years seems like fucking forever ago you know like if it had been me in my childhood you know like 90 or whatever 45 years ago would have been 1945 before rock and roll even started if you'd gone back that same amount of time for me that's mm-hmm. world war ii yeah that's fucking nuts <laughs> that's nuts yeah 45 is a good chunk of time we're gonna a century be t- yeah we're gonna be talking about the band 10 cc are you familiar oh, with 10 cc yeah yeah vaguely yeah like what what are your impressions or well the, i think you the knowledge base them. You showed me them oh. at the dispensary, and they yeah. have like some crazy concept album. I showed type you shit. like a reggae song, I think. I don't, I don't remember. I, I vaguely remember the album cover, and then also thinking like this is not what I thought oh. it was going to be. Okay, well their yeah. album covers are amazing. I don't recall talking about the album covers with you, but I probably did show you some 10cc stuff because I occasionally get a little obsessed with one or two of their tracks here and there. Uh, but this is one that I've never been like s- a super huge fan of just overall. I've never had like a just 
go down the rabbit hole on it you know like i have like um like that reggae song i think i this one that i played for you and a couple other ones that they have but man they're they're just one, like one of these amazing bands that um just full of amazing musicians and they're all like multi-instrumentalists they were all songwriters and they were all like engineers slash producers damn so and they go all the way back into like the 60s you know okay. so they're like yeah. this kind of the super group of british dudes um, do you know the song "Groovy Kind of Love" by Wayne Fontana and the and and the Mindbenders? No. It's like the most ear candy thing in the world, and I've sung it to myself for like thirty years. It's like, wouldn't you agree, baby? You and me got a groovy kind of love. It's a groovy kind <laughs> of love. That uh, one. Yeah, um, I, I believe it though. It sounds yeah, like an ear candy. It's crazy. I almost want to play that one, but we're not going to do that because I'll sing it for the next like three or four weeks. <laughs> But this is a thing where they got together, and the guys' names are Graham Goldman, Eric Stewart, uh, Kevin Godley, and Lowell Cream. L-O-L Cream. Come which on. Is, which is fucking amazing. Come on, that there Lowell the, Cream? Yeah, Lowell Cream. Lowell Cream. <laughs> it's amazing that someone was named Lowell Cream. Oh, um, come on. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And That's they form, cool. And they formed the band in 1972. And they released a couple albums to like a lot of critical acclaim, and I think they'd already had like one number one song, but they were basically doing like we're gonna get together and play like old rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're just gonna kind of get back to the roots and just enjoy playing together. You know, yeah. we're all like these fancy dudes, and we're just gonna do our thing and just yeah. enjoy it, right? Yeah. And then they they made a couple albums, and those albums clicked and everything, and they were getting ready to do this next album. And they had like this bossa nova song that they were thinking about, mm. um, with like the you know the kind of the demo had had like the bossa nova guitar and mm-hmm. some you know um, various things you know, and they're also wanting to do like a Beach Boys style vocal thing, okay, right? Bunch of harmonies, and but stuff. there were only like three of the dudes that could sing, yeah, right. Yeah, so they're like, like five, right? You got to have at least five, and even the Beach Boys kind of layered some shit yeah. too. So you know, you got to like, how are we going to do this? You know, and you know, they all had like this huge amount of like studio experience. So they decide that like, okay, we're going to figure it out by doing loops of our voices. Mm. So they would, they took three guys, the three guys that could sing, and they started singing ah, right three of them at a time into a 16 track machine and they did that for every note in the chromatic scale uh, right so each note had 16 tracks they would record 16 different tracks of them doing on that note mm-hmm. and they would combine all that together into one of the notes in the chromatic scale cool right? so uh, they had 12 voices for the chromatic sale over a total of 256 voices that they recorded to create this tape, this collection of tape loops. And the tape loops would go, and then they'd all have a click. So they had to record enough that the click would get masked by all the other clicks would get masked by the other loops. Mm. You know, because if you hear the raw stuff, I was doing a little research for this sort of thing. If you hear the raw thing, you hear the clicking on it. Um, and then what they did is they went about playing 
the music of the song in the control room on the mixer. They were singing along, and they would take uh, the sliders, the faders, and they would move the faders mm. in different things, and they had masking tape set up okay. so they would know like where the chords would be, okay. and they played all of the instruments through this collection of voices that they collected. Crazy. Right. All right. So before we get it, I think we should probably just go ahead and listen to the song. Um, I'm Not In Love is what it's called. Um, a couple things to listen for while we're, while we're going through is like there, there's this weird hissing sound of the harmonics to the song mm. that is just like magical and like really is like a, a, an effect that I have never heard before or since. Mm. And truly this song when it came out was like a new level it was almost like computer enhanced um yeah recording before right. that became a thing it right. was like realizing kind of what that was going to be and going the long way around it and making it really nice and they have two tracks they have the one that goes with the speed of the regular song mm. and then they have another track in the background that is going at half speed Gotcha. of the voices so try to like you can barely hear the half track in the background but at different parts especially in the middle when it slows down you can hear like the slowed down half speed one in the background um there are no drums in the song well, let's see if you can figure out what the drum what the drum oh. sound is okay so but, there's percussion well i'll i'll, I'll find well out. Uh, yeah we'll listen to it but um intriguing yeah. so this song went number one in 1975 in the uk Okay. Uh, it, it's like not in love. It's got a great, great lyric to it too. Um, you know the the idea of like the guy. The guy complains too much. He complains so much that he's complaining about become suspect. Mm. You know, like um, like someone that sits around and tells you all like, oh, I really like that person. No, no, I like them. I like them. I swear to God, I like them. I like them. Uh -huh. You know, and after like a half an hour of them, every time that person comes up, they tell you how much they like them. You're like. Mm -hmm. You don't like that person you don't at like all. Uh, I see. Because you're constantly begging the question on the other side. Right. You know? Right. And so that's kind of what's going on with this lyric, I think. You know, that's my okay. that's my read on it. Cool. But let's enjoy it and then let's see, let's see what we have to say after we get back. All right, let's do it. Kill with a gag 10cc.
Oh. So that that was crazy. That was a crazy journey. It was a crazy journey. What were what are you, what are you, what are your impressions on I it? I mean, it's that's an awesome song. You've heard it before. Not really. I, I no, maybe no, like FM radio or just like it sounded like vaguely it's, familiar. It's kind of like but a Spotify mix go to, but you don't really listen to the old man mixes. So like, yeah, not not as much, I guess. Uh, no, I. Uh, it sounded familiar, but I don't know if it was just like a well written song. It's in been that in way. movies. It's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a. It sounded it's a, familiar. It's a little bit of the culture, you know, yeah. it, not a whole bunch, right? But um, especially like movies in the 90s, I think right. that because that nostalgia period was coming on. But it was mostly like chick movies, I think, that it was right. in. Makes sense. Um, and you can listen to it and not realize what's going on. That's what I did for years. You know, I guess because synthesizers had already arrived, oh, you I know, see. when I yeah. when I'd come along and that 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 electronic choir thing was mm-hmm. huge. You know, like it was yeah. like you could make it go on like the little synths that we had you could have like the choir thing so that wasn't like that miraculous to me when i first heard it and i didn't realize like the weeks and weeks and weeks of work that went into getting like that all prepared so they could play it the way that they played it yeah and i guess originally they they just had because you notice that there's like i obviously noticed that there's um the the bass and that electric guitar and Acoustic then the guitar. um yeah and well, the both yeah. and the um the synth okay. not the the organ the organ yeah right mm-hmm. but originally they had just laid that track down as like a skeleton to put all the voices together mm. and they were going to take it out oh I see and just, and have, just have it be voices and then them singing the main lead yeah but I guess that it like it hit like this point in the production that it was like, oh, that's like, sounds so good. Like, why yeah. would we want to not do it that way? Why would you want to change it? Yeah. And then did you figure out what the drum was? It sounds like someone hitting a mic or something. Yeah, basically. Is it? It's No, it's no. an old, it's an old Moog synthesizer that oh. they fucked with the settings to the point that it just made this boom, 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 <laughs> cool. boom. And that was what the drummer okay. did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the drummer did. They broke did. up after this album. Did they? I think, yeah. Fuck. Because they kind of broke into like songwriting teams, right. what I understand. Right. And it was just like not enough tracks on an album for them to both, for everybody to feel like they were getting right. what they were supposed to right. get. You know? Yeah. And then like the the huge popularity that would have maybe have swayed these dudes to stay mm-hmm. together never materialized on the level that I think. Right. It was supposed to because this is a fluke like they were not planning on this being like the single right by any stretch of the imagination I mean, it's like the opening track on the album yeah but that was because once they recorded it and they started playing it for like other people outside of the band and like mm-hmm. the immediate people they're all like oh that's that's amazing like right, that's right. that's the one that everybody reacted to and right. they're like oh well we should probably move this up and make it, it the, up, right. make the thing they were just experimenting and fucking around this was like going to be the album ender i sure. guess you know kind of like the big experimental yeah. six and a half minute ex- ending like right. thing you know right. that wow look at how beautiful wonderful they are in the studio yeah totally you know it was just you know studio nerd cred absolutely by all means um but it is like legendary st- st- nerd studio cred yeah stuff no, it's an awesome song though too. Like just from a yeah, 
you know, songwriting. Like I was thinking the thing that was most, that was what was most grabbing to me, even though the technical aspect is really cool. The like sentiment of the song and the, it's just kind of clever. You know what I mean? And, and like a little cheeky, you know, you know, like, um, the one verse that I really like is like, don't try to take that picture back. Yeah. Not because I like it. Yeah. It's covering up know. a stain on my wall. Right. You know, it's so, yeah, it's, but it's, it's like, cool. it's like, and then the, with the like big boys don't cry like that weird fucking shit. Well, they just, for that, you I know? guess they just grab the secretary. Sure. You know, of, of the thing. As you like, do. We need you to come in and just yep. say this real quick. Come in, bitch. Just whisper this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's no, my it, least favorite part of the whole song. That was weird. That yeah. that made it into like a oh, uh, uh, you know, you like, know. It brought in like that seventy sappiness that they try to like. I'm so sensitive, you know. Like right. they try to like stick that in there. Right. I'm gonna date rape you. I mean, for sure. <laughs> but I want you to know that I'm gonna write a sad guitar right, store song. song about that yeah. after that. Right. You know. You know, like those James Taylors, they're just date raping like crazy. <laughs> James <laughs> Taylor. All those super, Whoa. all those super sensitive seventies dudes. Whoa, you could yeah. leave them alone with your sister. Oh God! You didn't want to. You didn't want to. Huh? No, it would be. No, it would not be yeah, good. It would, it would have been a good situation. Yeah. Well, um, sorry, James Taylor. <laughs> uh, you're a, you're a raper now. Um, but uh, yeah, that that part was weird. But it and it did. And it was also like a little too, uh, like on the nose or whatever. Like that's where the mm-hmm. song actually like reveals itself is like, oh, this guy really is in love and he's like tortured and like or whatever, you know. Right. We have the boy, big right. boys don't cry. Like he's like telling himself that, like or whatever. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, I, I think know. I think it's definitely um, just something for the dumb folks. To listen to it, yeah. they're like, "Oh, you no, know, they're not. He doesn't really mean it. Yeah, you know, like he is. Doesn't like, really mean it. Yeah, he, he's That's really, he's why really his song sad. Is pretty good. <laughs> pretty smart song right here. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it is. Um, I like it because it's it's not. It's that level where a Radiohead gets to this level too, where it's like that perfect amount of like. Uh, like feeding you some just like a like spoon feeding you just some some not like it's maybe i don't know what the right word is kitschy or like you know like i'm a it's a trapped animal in your headlights or whatever you know and you're like it's not that hard to figure out what he's saying but then he'll throw in some craziness with it you know what i mean like there's just oh, I thought you were going a different way. I thought you were talking about like how it's like this 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 sweet little like pop gem that you're listening mm-hmm. to, it, and then when you're like listen to it more, it's like oh no, that's the poison apple, you know this big shiny uh, red apple that they're handing me like mm-hmm. Pink Floyd, uh, mm-hmm. not Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd too, but like Radiohead, like oh this is such a great rockin' at least it, my favorite parts of Radiohead, like yeah. oh it's such a like beautiful rockin' song and all then you start listening to it and you know, oh it's about like a disease that rabbits gets or get where they shake until they die oh. right 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 oh. yeah yeah no well that i guess but you're saying it it's more um i guess i just mean with his writing style like from line to line 
I was listening to some last night, and there will just be this kind of like, uh, and I don't know, I don't know well enough, but it's I personally like it a lot because, and I would say it's almost the same. Uh, it's a little dumber with Nine Inch Nails, but Nine Inch Nails like try to do the same thing where you like take a phrase and you like recontextualize it. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? It's like mm-hmm. a common everyday phrase, like um, yeah. everything in its right place, or right. you know what I mean? And sure. you just like repeat it until it's now people are thinking about it differently. Um, mm-hmm. And then you combine that. So it's like there's like a bit of like a like it's like art it's like you know complex but they're using like a common thing mm -hmm. you know right as the springboard into like this new yeah absolutely yeah yeah it's like a juxtaposition between like this super known and um like the poppiness of it you know like the sense that like that rings a bell and it sounds familiar and like okay that is like getting into like my subconscious or whatever because that's just like a part of me and then it's doing something to that when right. it's in there yeah and that's yeah it's very cool it's very cool and very fucking cool and this in this yeah i think this has a little bit of that going on in it too 10 cc definitely um oh they're just such a weird just a, the, lyrically there i doubt i think about it they're such a weird band should we take everybody home with one more 10 cc sure song? let's do it uh let's do um dreadlock holiday that's my favorite one okay cool um and this is like them doing a reggae song gotcha but um i fucking love it so much i listen to the words again because the words are just fucking really fucking weird you know i mean like i don't know if they're good or bad but they're fucking weird yeah you know and um it's just super fun and super well done like they did like everything that they did is just super well done but thanks everybody for tuning in thank you spenny of course thanks for the knowledge putting up with it no this um, was great this is a wild wild song it is a wild song i want to show it to the boys and this is like one of those bands that every song is like a little bit of a surprise right so it's 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 cool it's like one that would keep keep the boys keep the boys entertained for an afternoon maybe. yeah totally yeah, or half after half a half an afternoon they would they might be able to make it halfway through the song like a, like a if road. they if they were like impressed they might make it like halfway that's <laughs> a oh. sad that's, that's a sad reality of the world we live in yeah you know no i mean i always have to say that like you know you are just a head and shoulders above the rest as far as like just a lot of basic stuff that like i take for granted because i am from like the little bit more of an attention span generation right. and shit i don't but, yeah you sit there and you were like you paid attention through like the whole like six minutes of the song yeah no totally i mean they could do it if they were you made them sit down and everything but uh-huh. if we're like hanging out blah 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 like i feel like it would grab them for the first three minutes that lady talking would come in and then it would be like and then they'd be like oh wait what are we doing now yeah they'd be like oh well that reminds me of this song and yeah. then we go to that right or like have you heard you know what i mean it would just yeah. like bounce yeah. it would devolve yeah quicker devolve. into something else um, yeah but no, i don't know i struggle with it i don't and that's cool too it's good and bad i don't know yeah we gotta find the thing yeah but, we're all add but it was cool to sit there and just kind of check yeah. out some music on the headphones i always enjoy yeah. it so yeah yeah, let's do one more, and right. um, and then we'll we'll see y'all next time, everybody. Bye bye. Idiots Discuss the Universe is recorded in IDTU Studios, located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.